What's up, everyone? Welcome back. It's episode 12 of the Empire Sports Network podcast. It is a big day. It's almost draft day. NFL drafts coming up. I know there's other stuff going on in playoffs and other sports, but today we are focusing solely on the NFL draft. And I'm joined by, I would say, a, a, <laughs> an NFL analyst, big person in the football network, Mr. Michael Berger. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Big big week this week, um, a week that we've been looking forward to for, since the season ended. All right, so let's just jump right into it. Number one overall pick, Carolina, pa- Carolina Panthers traded up for it, traded a shit ton for it. Who do you think? Who do you think they're getting? There's, I know the big quarterback names are out there, but let's just jump right into that into their pick. Um, with the first overall pick, yeah, I think it's a clear cut, one hundred percent. I believe, and I really think it's Bryce Young. Yeah. Why wouldn't you take Bryce Young? They they're calling calling him the Stephen Curry of this year's draft, possibly best player available in the draft. But I truly believe that Bryce Young is number one. What about you? I mean, given I don't, I don't think Bryce Young is the best quarterback in this draft. But because they traded up for the number one pick and the hype around Bryce Young, you ha- you, you can't trade up to number one and draft, I don't know, like Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. You have to get either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. But I think they are going to get Bryce Young. I think it's a clear cut, obvious choice. I think that's the only clear cut choice in this draft. This is the number one overall pick. Yo, Number 2 to 31 in the first round, question marks all over. Yeah, I agree 100%. You could probably tell, like, position-wise, yes, what teams are going to draft, but you can't tell what plays are going to go or fall. Not even, not even position-wise, I think. I mean, yeah, there's some like, there's some QB-needing teams that will obviously draft the quarterback, but other than that, I think every other team is a big question mark. I think we're going to see a lot of trades in the mm-hmm. first round. Just because of the clusterfuck of the top four quarterbacks, just I think all four quarterbacks will go top ten probably. I don't know. I mean, I didn't do a mock draft. I mean, I did a mock draft last night. I didn't like how it came out, so I'm gonna do another one later on today for uh, for TikTok tomorrow morning. But um, yeah, so I guess we'll go right into it. We have three other quarterbacks on the on the board. Well, main quarterbacks. We got C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. Where do you think those three go? Um. So with Anthony Richardson, I could see him going to the Titans, possibly. Um, for CJ Stroud, I could see him actually going to the Raiders within a trade-up with the Cardinals, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. But um, I think four would be, like, Will Levis with the Colts. That's, that's what I've been seeing is, like, Will Levis. So is like you think Will high. Levis gets drafted before Anthony Richardson, or do you think the Titans trade up? Before. If the Titans do trade up, then it's 1,000% for Stroud. No, well, yeah. I think if, I think if any, team, any team trading up for the top five, they're getting a quarterback. I don't think anyone, I mean, given, I know Will Anderson's a freaking beast, but I, I don't think any team's trading up for, for another position besides quarterback. I think there's so much depth all around in every position where you, you can kind of wait a little bit. So mm-hmm. let's backtrack. Let's talk about your, your Raiders pick. You think the Raiders going quarterback, even though they yeah. have Jimmy G. So I believe that the Raiders will trade up in this draft. They will trade with the Cardinals at number three, and they will get C.J. Stroud. 
we all heard before the draft and bef- like right after the offseason that the Raiders fell in love with CJ Stroud. And with them falling up with CJ Stroud, it gives him the opportunity to trade up. And also the thing is that he could sit behind Jimmy G for two years. How long is Jimmy G's contract? About I'll double four check years, right I now. It's, it's a while. I think it's a four-year deal. Correct me if I'm wrong. He could sit behind Jimmy G. Three years. T- three years? Oh, perfect then. He could sit behind Jimmy G for two years. Let him mentor him throughout that process. And then that third year, you see what you have in CJ Stroud. And if you don't like what you see with CJ Stroud, it's either you extend Jimmy G or you go out and find a different quarterback in the free agency market at that time. That's how I feel personally for for the situation. And I think both parties will be happy with it. And also the Cardinals would want to trade down with it. And I have a feeling that would, the Cardinals would draft edge rusher too. So that's how I so feel I, about So I see what you're saying. The only thing is, though, I, I just don't see a team trading up like that. Because going up four spots, it's going to cost them a lot, especially top three pick. I just don't think they're in the position right now to give up a lot. I mean, given the Raiders have a shit ton of picks this year, they have one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, twelve picks this draft. So that's a lot for them. But I just don't know. I, I just don't think they're gonna draft a quarterback for them to sit two to three years. I mean we've seen the we've seen the Packers do it now with Jordan Love. I mean we'll get into that situation later on. But I it's I just think that's too long of a wait. I think a quarterback sitting for a year is perfect. I think anything two three years. I don't know. I think you're you're wasting more draft picks because now you you can't build around the team you have now. The Raiders lost a shit ton this offseason. They need they're in desperate need for an offensive lineman to you know help produce. And I think this is a good draft mm-hmm. where they can you know build upon that. There's a couple good offensive linemen. There's a I'm gonna say his name wrong. Uh, Skwarnski. There's um what's his name? Broderick Jones. There's a couple of guys there that they can just build on their offensive line. So I think that's I think they're gonna go O line, but it's gonna be interesting to see. No, yeah, definitely like, but I feel like that like Oh, they pick at seven. All right, they could also go O lineman as well, but we we know their history with taking O lineman. It's not no, yeah, so great. I mean, deep down history. though, I re- I really do think the Raiders get Jalen Carter. I think he's gonna fall to seven. They'll get Jalen Carter because you you know the Raiders' history and draft picks. You know they'll draft someone and in a couple of years they'll get arrested. And you know Jalen yeah. Carter's the perfect guy. I mean, we'll get into <laughs> actually. You know what? Let's get let's get into the Jalen Carter stuff now. Cause I was gonna talk about him later on, but you know his allegations and stuff against him. Was it two misdemeanors for the racing? Someone died during it. Mm-hmm. So, do you think his draft stock? I mean, what he's he's innocent as of now, right? I, I, I forgot where they are in this trial, but he's innocent, ready for the draft. Do you think that hurts his draft stock at all, or still first round guarantee? I mean, it cle- like it clearly showed because he was projected the number one overall pick at the time, and since these. Since whatever's ha- since whatever's happened came out, it fell but not significantly. But I personally feel like that he's not going to drop out of the top ten, possibly top seven. I feel like because there are teams in here that could p- potentially draft him, and I'm looking at one right now. Well, two right now, realistically speaking, that could build up the trenches, and that being with picks five and six, which is the Seahawks and the Lions. I feel like with the Lions, perfect fit next to Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Great fit on that D line, and 
the dealing the D line was pretty productive last year, for all things considering. They just needed that big body up the middle. And also, he's the best player in the. He's probably the best player in the draft, athletically, physically. Like, I think it'd be a good pick. Hey, I mean, given some Georgia too, you know, all Georgia draft prospects are studs anyway. I mean, yeah, I think he's gonna be defense. good. He's just. I think you have to look at it long term wise if he's worth the risk. And I think, like, the, like you said, the Seahawks and Lions, perfect fit. They're two teams that are in a fighting position where they they, they kind of want to you know make a playoff push. And he's the he's the type of guy on the defensive line that's going to help them get that done. No, hundred percent. I agree with you a thousand percent on that take. All right. So you said before, um, Raiders trading for the Cardinals for to move up. Any other? Um, Draft day trade you got in mind? I, just, I mean, if it's moving not, up. I mean, if it's not the Raiders, I can. Well, obviously, us the Raiders. We know the Saints always like to move up in the draft. They always like to come in, take their deal, take their Marcus Davenport or their uh, Trevor Penning of the draft, and then call it a day. But um, also, like, I feel like number three is like a big play because like we could also like there's four teams that I see trading up to number three. Mm-hmm. That being the Raiders, I feel like Cardinals do have a lot of power. If, if it's Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, or any combination of those two quarterbacks mm-hmm. going one-two, they have a shit ton of power. And the Cardinals, I think, they're in the best position in the draft. No, hundred percent. Especially, especially with the whole Kyler Murray situation, they're kind of blowing up the mm-hmm. team. And like, this is their opportunity to get the draft picks that they need in order to begin their rebuild or started starting to address that rebuild mode but again i feel like big like number three is huge in play right now and the teams that could that potentially could be trading up with that spot is i as i said before the raiders i feel like i feel like the titans can considering mm-hmm. with the news that they want to move on from Tannehill. i think the, yeah, and what's his name? Not, not the answer. Was it Malik Willis, who they had last year? Yeah, no shot. Yeah, I mean, I, we we we've seen him play. He he's not it. Yeah. He's far from it. Possibly Atlanta could trade up. Who's that quarterback? Desmond Ritter. Now? What? Ritter. Yeah, yeah, they're putting all Desmond Ritter. I don't think that they're in love with the guy yet. Obviously, and then, not, and I hate to say it, probably even the Colts. Maybe, maybe they, maybe that one spot, is like. Life or death uh, to them, considering for a quarterback. If they like, if they like Stroud more than Levis, a hundred percent, that's the yeah. Because well, we've because we've yeah, also the, the seen Colts it throughout the years have, too. Yeah, for the Colts, the biggest thing for them is they have to list their top four quarterbacks, and how big is the difference between three and four? If they really like someone who's at two and three and really hate the fourth person, then the jump is probably necessary. But if they can deal with any of those four quarterbacks, which honestly. I think all four quarterbacks are pretty much equal. I mean, I, me personally, I think I like Anthony Richardson the best. I think he's the most NFL-ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think – I do think he'll be there at four. I don't know. I mean, that's just – it depends what the Cardinals do. I mean, they can also just say, fuck it. We want to get, you know, the best edge rusher in the game right now. Get the best edge rushing rookie. Get Will Anderson and call it a day. Mm-hmm. But – because the Cardinals, they, they could rebuild, so they could just stock up on picks. I mean, well, they have a first-year head coach coming in from the Eagles. So they, they, they literally have the balls on that court. They just got to hope it goes QB, QB, 1-2, and that's it. Because, honestly, true. the Texans could say fuck it, too, and go Will Anderson. And then the whole draft gets shaken open. 
Because they, no, they need help on all sides of the ball. No, I definitely believe that Will Anderson is the pick at two. After, like, the reports I've seen, apparently he's, like, the highest-graded person on their board outside of Bryce Young. Yeah. But but you also have to realize, too, think, the Texans have two first-round picks. So if they can go Will, Will Anderson at two, wait until Richardson or Levis is drafted and then just draft trade up from 12 to whatever and just take one of them two. So I'm saying that a lot can happen in this draft. I, I really do think it would be a lot of trades. Also, I think another team that could trade up is the Giants, potentially. I really think the Giants could trade up. If the Titans are looking to move their pick at 11, either up or down, regardless of the situation, I think the Giants trade would be perfect in this situation. They need a wide receiver. They have all slot receivers right now. And I think at number 11 for the Giants would be Jackson Smith and Njigba. The yeah, wide receiver he, he should be there at 11. I think he's 100%. the first receiver. I think it's a guarantee there. Yeah. If they don't, t- if, if Tennessee stays at 11, I think that's their pick. And I hate to say it. But if the Giants want to trade up, that's perfect. If not, that's on them. Yeah, I mean, what? The, he's the name, he's number one receiver, I think, who Addison from USC is the second. And yes. Quentin Johnson, for me, is the third. I mean, those are, I think, the three powerhouse receivers in this draft. I don't know if I'm missing one. And then you have Jalen Hyatt and uh, Zay Flowers. Yeah, I'm saying, but those those three those are Those three are the my, big um, three, yeah. The big yeah. names coming out. I think, I mean, me personally, I'm a big USC guy, so I'm biased against Addison. I think he's going to be a stud. Um, But I I think the... I, so let's get into the receiver talk now. I do think, like you said... um. I'm, I'm going to just call him JSN because I'm never going to pronounce yeah. his last name right. Um, I think he's a good choice for the Giants if they trade up. I think he's a good choice for the Texans. I think the Patriots could be interested in him. Also, the Packers. I do think this is the year mm-hmm. the Packers say, especially with, we'll, we'll talk about Rodgers and stuff too eventually, but I mean, I think he's gone anyway. But I think this is the year where they say, fuck it. We're going to show that we want to put faith in Jordan Love and we're going to start our relationship off right and draft the receiver. And I think one of those three guys is bound to be a Packer. No, 100%. I do see I another team like the Seahawks potentially draft the receiver. The Ravens could draft the receiver. And even the Vikings. I do see the Vikings like sneaking their way in there getting another receiver because mm-hmm. they, they did lose Adam Thielen. So, I mean, I think the receivers is just as interesting as the quarterbacks are because there's only – I think the fall off between three and four is, is going to be drastic. No, yeah, definitely. Like like I said before, JSN's going to be the first receiver off the board, but I think the Packers will go Quentin Johnson. I feel like if JSN's not there, yeah. I feel like. And then um, I also f- feel like that, I don't know, maybe Detroit could take a wide receiver, I feel like. Well, yeah, they did lose um, Jamison Williams for six games. Yeah. They did lose, what, DJ? They DJ, DJ Chark, Chark. Right? Yes, he yeah. went to the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, given, I mean, they do have Amon Ross and Brown, but they, nice they do need help. Yeah, they need help all around. Right. Who else is there? Who else do they have? I'm trying to think. I think Quint, I think uh, Quintez Cephas, I think, if he's still yeah, in that squad. Oh, Marvin Marvin Jones Jr. they have, oh, Josh yeah, Reynolds. Oh, he went back. Yeah, so, they, they have, yeah, take away uh, JMO for six games. It's Amon Ross St. Brown, Marvin Jones Jr., then Josh Reynolds. So they could definitely use someone to help uh, Amon Ra out. I mean, I'll, but the Lions also, interesting team. Their relationship with Jared Goff isn't the best either. I mean, 
he proved himself last year, but there were also talks to like you know getting a quarterback, just in case, just in case if Goff had mm-hmm. you know one good year and he's gonna fall off the face of the earth again. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like there's so many teams that can potentially get a quarterback where this whole draft is gonna get shaken up. That's why every mock draft I do, I'm like I don't I don't know because like when we do mock drafts we, we can't predict trades because that, that's just yeah, no shot. That, that that just ruins it all because mm-hmm. then so much shit's gonna happen. And there's never going to be a draft where one through thirty-one in this situation, because you know the Dolphins fucked up their draft pick, yeah. where it's all going to be no trade. So that's why mock drafting is so hard. I, but it's it's always interesting. It's always fun to see. No, hundred percent. So I think it's going to be a fun one this year, really. Yeah. So speaking about the Dolphins, there's also a couple other teams with no first round picks. You have the Browns, the Rams, Broncos, and Niners. Do you see any of those teams making a jump to the first round, or do you think they're the just going to... Um, Browns, Broncos, Rams. Rams, Dolphins, Broncos, 49ers. Nah, I don't see any of them trading up. I think Miami's, like, solidified as, like, their team is, like, basically complete. I feel yeah. like Niners, same way. I feel like um, Broncos... I can see the Rams. I mean... The Rams are the only so. team that have the the Rams have are the only team out of those with the draft capital to move up. The Browns, I don't think that have that many draft picks. I mean, um, maybe Denver, I'd say, because like no, new, they don't have that no many coaching draft staff picks. on the Sean Payton. Dra- the um, Broncos only have five draft picks. They only have they have two third round picks, a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth. They they don't have the capital really to move up because of the Russell Wilson trade. That that really fucked them. That's true. The Rams have two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. The Rams have like eleven draft picks. They can easily trade a couple of their late round picks, move mm-hmm. up, and get stuff done. Because they have a lot of holes. I feel like as well. No, yeah, I mean, they, didn't, they got they didn't, they didn't send any free agents yet. I don't think either. Like they're they're one of the quietest teams right now. Damn, I mean, all things considering, what they did. No, yeah. Then you have the 49ers, who I think they're they're stacked all around. They don't, yeah, they're solidified. I mean, given they have a shit ton of draft picks as well, I think they have like ten. But yeah, they don't. But they those don't, are don't have that picks. many holes. Yeah, yeah, those are like they all don't have holes. Like their offense is stacked. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to draft you know bigger depth like in their position because they they are an injury an injury ridden team where they're gonna have like ten injuries a, a season. So having Not the yet. depth for them is great. But same with all their late round draft picks, that's perfect for them. No, hundred percent. Uh, question: What do you think Bijan Robinson's gonna go? Because I kind of have like two teams that might be in play okay. and possibly like a dark horse, maybe, depending on the so, situation. I kind of told you a little bit earlier in our mm-hmm. group chat because you know everyone likes to talk draft stuff at early in the morning. Yes, sir. Um, so I have two landing spots for Bijan Robinson. I don't think he goes anywhere else but these two. Um, I do think my main speculation is that the Titans trade Derrick Henry. Okay. And they do on Thursday. The draft they trade like last year how they traded AJ Brown to the Where's Eagles. This year they trade Derrick Henry to the Eagles. Okay. And they draft Bajian Robinson. I do think that's in play. Um if not, I do think the Eagles go with Bajian with their second with their second first round pick at thirty. I don't think he goes earlier than that. Just because of the need for running backs, I don't think it's as like drastic. 
as it has mm-hmm. been in the past. I know. I remember in the past, we used to see like Fournette, McCaffrey, Zeke. They all used to go early. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's it's not like that anymore. Like we saw, like Edwards Hilaire go. Yeah, like you. Well, Brees Hall was a second round pick last yes, year. Yes, he was. Yeah, I think I believe he was picked. And he, 30, and he, and he was the four thirty-five. Yeah, and he was the best running back in the draft class. So I'm like, you're not going to see a lot of first round running backs like that. And we also look at look at it this way too. There's still a lot of free agent running backs left. So you, if you miss out on Bajan, it's okay because you still have a guy like Zeke. You still have a guy like Lenny Fournette who still hasn't been picked up yet. So why waste a top fifteen pick on someone? Mm-hmm. When you can get him in the late first round, early second round, and still fill your holes early in the draft, because no. I mean I'm looking at like all these teams now. No team screams running back to me, unless they I mean, get rid of their current running back. Yeah, I mean a, a team that I could see plays probably like the Patriots. I feel like I don't know how they feel yeah, about they, their they, whole I think situation they, room they, committee. I know they have Stevenson. Well, yeah. but you never know with the Patriots. They always like yeah. Love they to they, they get rid of Damian Harrison. Yeah. Well, I I don't get me wrong though, but John is a great running back. They have um, Rashad White, though. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's so tough because a lot of these teams have their either their true established starting running back or they have a young running back that they want to see develop. I mean, I mean you, could, you could also say screw it. Maybe the Charges if Austin Eckler tr- gets traded because yeah, remember that trade is still there's, there. There's a if lot you get traded, of stuff going on. Bijan Robinson could go right yeah. there. I mean, you can see what the Jets did last year. I mean, we have Michael Carter coming off a great rookie season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we drafted Brees Hall. So, mm-hmm. and then his role went down. And then, you know, unfortunately, Brees Hall got hurt. So, we, Michael Carter more playing time. But that's what I'm saying. It's going to be very interesting to see. Um, because so, some teams can say, fuck it. Yeah, we are, we're going to do a committee. And if it's two young running backs, that's fine. Because you can also see a team like the Steelers doing it. Because, you know, Najee Harris had a bad year. Mm-hmm. They can say, you know what, we might want to move on or give him a little rest. Um. Ravens can do it because, you know, they always have running back trouble. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. Vikings can do it because they Cook might want to move on. Yeah. Giants might need to for for insurance on Saquon. So I'm saying there's there's a lot of teams at play. It's just what direction do they want to head in that, I guess, gives them more security. No, 100% I agree. I mean, again, like, you never know what's going to happen. that's why I love Draft Day. And I hate that you didn't watch the movie because I I really had like 10 references I could have made today. And I can't because you haven't seen the movie. Yeah, it's okay. You can still make them if you want. So speaking of Draft Day trades, like with players, our boy, or hopefully our boy, Aaron Rodgers. Let's talk about him. Let's get him over with. Let's get him out of the way. Then we'll get back into all these amazing young rookies. <laughs> Rodgers... Getting traded before draft day, on draft day, after draft day, or not at all? I think it gets traded during draft day, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to require a f- hour pick at 13. I really don't think so. If anything, it would probably be a second and maybe maybe two seconds, maybe two and a three. Uh, I'm not too sure. Maybe next year's three, that could go up to a one depending on how far we get. But like, again, if he like, if Rogers doesn't get traded by day two, then a little concerning because you know Joe Douglas has his draft picks at forty two and forty three, which I'm all for to keep all those draft picks. The thing is that we do need Rogers here like as soon as possible. 
We, we needed him months ago, put it that way. But I mean, so the ball is in our court now, though. We have, uh, I don't know, I'm sure you heard the news a couple, I think it was a week ago, where Rodgers told the Packers, either trade me or I'm done. He oh, yeah, is, 100%. He officially said that he is not joining the Packers next year. He wants to be a Jet or he's going to retire. Yes, the Packers can try to call his bluff to see what he's doing, but I think Rodgers said the perfect words. Trade me or I'm retiring. Get something for me or you get nothing for me. And regardless, you're still going to fucking pay me. So I do think now the Jets have pretty much all the leverage. I mean, I know over the last couple of months, it was very, I don't know. Iffy. It can go either way. It was like, oh, but like both, both sides had their reason why. And it was kind of a mess. But now it's like he just said he's not going to the Packers next year. The Packers want something for him. They got to trade him. I do mm-hmm. think though it's gonna be it's gonna happen on Friday instead of Thursday. I do think, like you said, it's gonna be either forty two or forty three. That goes for him, and with a conditional pick next year, depending on if he plays or not. Because that's what it, that's what's always been. But if it doesn't happen by the end of the draft, so that Saturday, I think it's clipped. I don't think Rodgers would be a Jet. There's no, then there's. All the reason why they need him is for draft capital to build their team this year for the Packers. If they don't get him, then what's the point? They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose a lot of like they'll get a lot of hate. The Jets will get a lot of hate. Um, the Jets will probably get made fun of for the rest of the season. But I don't know. It has to happen soon, or it's not gonna happen at all. No, I feel like it will happen. I feel like, and plus, like let's say if we don't get. Like, we don't give them our picks this year. I feel like next year's picks are in play pretty heavily, and they're going to be higher than this year's because maybe they're saying, like, okay, maybe we could get, like, a two and a three hypothetical for this year, considering next year we could probably get, let's say, a one and a three. Like, maybe that's a thing. I don't know. But It's definitely going to be interesting. I, I really do hope, though, we don't trade our number one pick. Nah, we won't. If, if, I want. I want to. We have to go all line at thirteen. I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the move for us. Either that or trade back. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be against trading back. Yeah, I agree. Especially it if how the board falls. Yeah, if the Rogers trade is inevitable, then I do think trading. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be mad if it's you know a swap at the Packers between thirteen and fifteen, with um, what, the Rogers being a part of that. And you throw it in another pick, yeah, or even a three this year. I don't care about that. Like we don't have a three this year. No, then a four. Trade it to the Browns. I guess. I guess two. I think. Or even even if we throw in a two and they throw in a three or something like that, whatever it is. Not yet. But so I think our best case scenario is to have for the Jets getting Rodgers at thirteen and doing that is if the Packers really want the receiver. And two out of the three are off the board by 13. Let's say you have JSN and Addison gone by 13, and only Quinton Johnson's left. Packers trade up. They draft yeah, him. Yeah, the move. We take Rodgers. I mean, that, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be against that either. But I mean, it's going mean, to... I'm saying the draft days are so long. Yeah. I mean, also, like like what you said before, they could possibly... I mean, to be to be fair, the Patriots do need a wide receiver, realistically speaking. That's what I'm saying. And it would be a nice jump. It, honestly, it would benefit us too. Like I'm looking at it more now. They make the jump, the the jump up two spots. 
we dropped down three because like we really don't need anything crazy outside of O line. But like I feel like that. And, and there is a lot of O line this draft. Yeah, there definitely. Is. There's a there's decent amount. You have like I said before, we have Skoronsky, who I think is going to go early. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Roderick Jones probably go mid tier. You have Darnell Wright. I'll probably go late first round. Yeah, Paris Johnson. I mean, it's, yeah, so there, there's going to be Osiris. You have Anton Harrison too. So I mean, there is going to be. There's, there's a decent amount where, like, we can wait. So I'm not, like, that worried. But I just want this trade to be over with. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm tired of waiting. just want it to happen. We'll call it a day. Yeah. Like, I'm so, kind of over it. <laughs> so that leads me to my next question for you. What do you... Th- so if you're in a t- win-now team, let's say, I guess the Jets are a perfect example. You have, we have such young talent. Like, you have Sauce. You have Brees Hall. You have, I mean, given you have the question mark at quarterback, but you have young receivers like Garrett Wilson. How important is it to you on these draft picks right now? Do you put these draft picks at a priority, or would you rather trade draft picks for a seasoned vet that you know can get the job done? I mean, if we're talking about, like, O-line, I would kind of want to draft one, obviously, because, like, for the future and all that. But um, let's say if it's a position, like, I don't know, like a safety because we, we still need, I don't mind going out there and trading for like I don't know Kevin Byard possibly if he's still, if he's on the block. Yeah. Certainly they're in that rebuild mode. Um, wide receiver, I draft one. Obviously, we could do ones with that. We drafted two within the last two years. But sad to say, one got. Well, I, I, I'm not saying like just the Jets. I'm saying like you have like teams that are young and that could win now. So I'm trying to think uh-huh. of another team that could be a good example. If um, like if the Lions who are about- young. Jaguars, who are, right, even the Jaguars, young receiving core, uh, not young receiving core, but mid-tier receiving core, young offensive team. Like, do you think, is it worth it for them to even, like, trade their draft picks for get, you know, better season vets? Even, I would say the Bills, too, who are fairly young. Because teams who haven't won yet, they're dying to win. Like, how important, so, how important is this first-round pick to you if you can trade it for a better player that you know that you know to get the job done? I mean, if it's for, like, a game-changing play to player and you guaranteed, like, a trip to the bowl like the Rams did with Stafford, then, like, all right. Yeah. Fuck the picks. But, like, uh, but otherwise, I'm like, nah. You you need the picks. I hate to say it. Like, at least your fir- you need at least your first-round pick. At least. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think like. I agree with that last part. I think I think first-round pick is a must. I think, I think that's stupid for teams that trade away their first-round pick, especially for... Unless it's like a, a true game changing player, fine. Trade your first round pick. I think anything that like second to seventh, fair game. Trade it. Do it. Do whatever you want with it. Because nah, yeah. end of the end of the day, I mean, how often do we really see, like, even even in general, how often do we see first round draft picks be amazing? And there's so many busts that we hear about every year. I mean, look at the Raiders. The Raiders had what four years in a row where their first and second round draft picks didn't do anything. Yeah. So I think they're one of the teams that could be looking like, oh, do we, do we really want to keep drafting? Or do we want to trade those picks and explore other options? Even with the Jets. Look at how they treated their drafting quarterbacks last couple of times. None of them panned out. So why, like, I would hate for the Jets to waste on their first round pick on a quarterback. You have a team like, I don't know, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, bad. I mean, even the Seahawks. The Seahawks were like that too for a while where they didn't draft in the first round. They kept trading the first-round draft picks, getting out of it, and just building up that way. 
So it's definitely, I guess, preferences and all that. But I don't. It's just interesting to see how teams like take that approach. No, hundred percent. What else draft wise can we talk about? Um, you know, we got a couple. Like I said, we did O line already. Did receivers. Um. How about the t- the tight end spot? Do you know tight are you familiar with that or no? Roughly, yeah. So we got a couple good ones. You have Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. You got Dalton. I'm gonna say his name wrong. Kinsey from Utah. I think the main guy in the draft, Darnell Washington. Where the fuck is he? Mm-hmm. Where is he projected to go? Oh, yeah, he's. I think he's the main guy, but he's listed as a third tight end off the board in a lot of mock drafts right now. I I think that's tough. Man, I think he's mm-hmm. the best guy. McGiven. I mean, uh, I don't know about you, but I do. I like Georgia players a lot. So I th- I do think I I, I just take that college players over a, a lot a lot of others, but I think he's gonna be a stud. Um, I don't know where he'll go though, but cause I, that's another thing too. The tight end spot. Who needs a tight end? I mean, the Packers need one. I hate to say. Pack- it. Packers need everything offensively. Put it, um, put it that way. The Bengals could use one. Oh, yeah, they, they lost. Uh, what's his name? Right. Hayden um, Hurst to yeah. the Panthers. Um, I mean. Let me see who else you, you could draft the tight end. Maybe Tampa. You never know. Yeah, uh, Lions can use one. Um, yeah, like there's a handful of teams that could use a tight end. So who has two first round picks? So you have the Eagles have two, the Lions the have Lions. two, the Texans have two. Is that it? I think so. Eagles, Lions, Texans? Yeah. Eagles, Lions. I mean, I, I can see all of them. Like keeping those, I don't see any of them trading back. I think like, oh, the Seahawks Eagles has, has them as well. Has two. Yes, you're right. I can see the Seahawks trading one of them back, just because of their history with first round draft picks. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm excited for this draft. I want to see like where everyone goes. Like, who, all right, so who's your ideal spot at number thirteen for the Jets? Like real, I, could, I guess realistic. Like, who do you think they'll realistically? Go we need tackle. We need someone to solidify that right side. Considering anyone you have in mind or that left. just anyone in that position. Uh, maybe right if he's there. If everybody else goes, but my dream, like, like the dream pick is uh, Skorskin, and then I, I don't think he drops that. that yeah, much. no shot. I think he goes like nine to the Bears or I think Bears he, he, nine. He goes top ten easily. Yeah, but even Paris Johnson, I'll take Paris Johnson. I Pretty mean, solid player. my my main guy. I mean, I I keep I hate like saying the Georgia players, but I like Broderick Jones. Yeah, Jones is Jones could also be in play as well, depending on like if we're looking more for a right tackle than like a left tackle. Yeah, I mean, considering the whole situation, we, we do need to fill that hole in at um OT. Yeah, um, definitely, it's a big issue. Yeah, so we have a lot of giant fans out there. Um, who do you think the Giants take? Receiver. Yeah, I think I think they can go they receiver can. or they can go defense. I, I think they go cornerback as well because mm-hmm. they could use help on that side of the ball as well. I mean, listen, they could even double up a tight end. Maybe Darren Waller and I don't know, maybe like Michael Mayer if he falls down there or like Don Cade. Possibly. I, I highly doubt it, but it'd be pretty scary. Throw Waller in the slot maybe once in a while. Run two so tight I don't know sets. how. Yeah, I mean I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like. This draft is like 
It's interesting for like trading wise, but like overall, I think it's, it's like twenty thirteen. It's like twenty thirteen. The best player it's, to come out of that draft is Lane Johnson. I feel like I, I just I don't. I mean, given yeah, there are obviously a lot of good players in this draft, but like I I don't know. I mean, I feel like last year you had like guys like Sauce, big name out there. Garrett Wilson, you had Brees Hall, you had so many big names. Like there was so much like leading up to the draft. I feel like this year. Yeah, it was deep. Last if you're year. In a, if you're not a quarterback, you're not getting talked about. Not That's it. Yeah, I mean the only plays outside of quarterback getting talked about is what Jalen Carter. Will yeah, because it was allegations. No, I know that. No, even before the allegations came out, he was he was solidified number. Oh yeah, because he was projected like. number one too. But I'm saying he gets talked about more about now because of the allegations, not because not because how good of a not player yet. he is. And I mean, but John Robinson, obviously, he's been talked about because he's the only relevant running back in this draft as well. I mean, also now we have like, well, this is the time that like these like people move up in the draft. Like last year, Tavon Walker, no one expected him to go number one overall. I think we all yeah. had Aiden Hutchinson as a lock at one. I feel like. But, like, again, you're going to have those picks. And in those plays, like, just rise drastically out of, out of the blue nowhere, out of nowhere. So we could see that literally coming in within, like, what, today, tomorrow, Wednesday, even draft day, potentially. Yeah, I mean, um, Bryce Young is a heavy favorite on uh, FanDuel right now for first overall pick. Then yeah. after that, everything else is just a fucking mess. I was, uh, I was in Jersey actually, yesterday, and I was looking at, like, the odds. Well, Anderson was like, Favorite for two. Yeah. Wait, so where do you... Yeah, he's the one guy I want to talk about, too. Where do you think he goes? Dexans. At two? Or yeah. later on two. at 12? Two. He, he won't so make you don't 12. think the Texans draft the quarterback? Nope. I don't think so. I, I don't Who think they that have, uh, Davis Mills right now, that's it? Yeah. I think they stick it out with him for one more year. Their new coach, D'Amico Ryans, loves the defense. And I think he is going to address it first thing outside of the quarterback. Maybe have another season like this. Take a bite the bullet for it. Maybe snag a Caleb Williams. Know. Potentially, you never know. That whole division's wide open, too. But like, I'm saying I, it's so wide open I mean, now if, where they can... I mean, if they do go quarterback, they could go on later on in the draft. Maybe like a Sensen Bennett, a Georgia Bulldog. <laughs> But no, again, no, no, no. Like like he's going like six seven of them. That's the thing. They have, they have two first-round picks. Still. The, receiver has to be receiver has to be one of them. I'm sorry. No, this yeah, quarterback they can, class they is not can that go flashy. quarterback receiver and call it a day. Nah, well, I, this I quarterback class is not I that mean, flashy at all. I mean, how cool would it be though if they get um, CJ Stroud and draft uh, JSN, two uh, two Ohio State guys, teammates? That would. Be, I'm not gonna lie to you. That would be pretty dope. But like, I just don't feel like quarterback at two is. It's obviously it's in conversation, but like I don't think it's favored anymore. I do think that they need to draft a quarterback this year. Um, I mean, given I do like Davis Mills, I like think. I mean, uh, he's not a good he's not a good quarterback, I'm, but he's not a bad quarterback as well. I mean, I would I'm, I would take him over Zach Wilson. Oh, please! I'll take anybody over. I, I'll take um Sam Ellinger over Zach Wilson at this rate, please. But, but I mean, um, I, I do see what you're saying though. Taking more in this like too. Also, if Tannehill's on the move. Potential landing spot being Houston, maybe you never know. Eat the cap for what one or two years. I feel like decent quarterback, get good play out of him, and just yeah. draft a wide receiver and like build up that defense. And then next year, maybe depending on where you land, then you draft a quarterback. If you're if you're drafting like top five again, all right, maybe I'd say make a play for Caleb Williams, but still, 
Uh, or if you're going to be the, the Texans are one of those teams. I feel like they're just a mess overall to begin with. They, I think they don't know what, what direction they want to go in. Like they have a new what? Is it the fifth year in a row with a new head coach? Like you have to have like some consistency. So like I, I don't I don't know. It's it's tough. But I mean yeah, drafting drafting a quarterback though it puts the like you're heading in the right direction when you put like a lot of I don't know when you. I, don't, I can't think of the right word, but when you put a lot of like the main focus into one guy, you build a team around him. That's what you, that's what you do with a quarterback. I mean, the Texans—they have no one to build their team around right now. But they do—they're in a good position. They have two first-round draft picks. They should make a splash. But also, their division is not wide open. I it's, mean, it's uh—it's the Jaguars. Jaguars have it yeah. hands down. They'll have it for years to come. Um, I don't, I don't see them losing that division. They're, I mean, they're potentially stacked. number two, maybe sneaking playoffs. I don't know. Not now, though, but just, just saying. No, yeah. But the AFC is so tough. It's yeah. It really is. There's so many teams that like that are competing every year. I mean, if they were if they were an NFC team, go for it. I mean, you, your, your chance of a wild card spot is so much more easier. But, you know, that's what draft day is for. You make the big moves. Hope for the best. This literally is like gambling. Every team 100%. is putting their faith into a player, and hopefully they pan out. Um, last topic of the day, gambling. Stay on it. Gambling in the NFL. You saw last night, was it yesterday, two days ago, where Some a couple players a couple players got on the Lions, I think, was it someone on the Texans too, I think, or the Colts, got suspended for gambling. A couple of them were indefinite. Uh, J-Mo, like we said before, he's gone for six games because he didn't bet on NFL games, but mm-hmm. he was betting while in an NFL facility. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that if it's in your contract, like not to bet, like in the facility and you know that, I don't yeah, think it's the right move. I, I get it. It's an honest mistake, but like I feel like that like there should be like a two-strike implement, I feel like. And then, all right, then you get banned for X amount of games. But, like, if you're gambling on NFL yeah. games, like, the Calvin Ridley situation, all right, completely understandable. But I think that's why the sentence was, like, reduced and everybody's, like, flipping their shit about it. But, like, again. The only thing, I, like, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, me personally, I feel like if it's not involved in the player himself or the team that he's on, it's fair game. The way the NFL and other sports nowadays promote gambling, when you want, mm-hmm. when you watch an NFL game, how many DraftKings, how many FanDuel commercials do you see a game? You, there's at least too five to, to six combined. To That's what I'm saying. So if you're if you're and even throughout the stadium itself, they're publicly advertising gambling. So if I'm on the Jets, why can't I gamble on an NFC team? Okay, maybe don't me like. You can set, like, restrictions where you can't bet on, like, your team and, like, maybe teams in your conference or teams in your division. But I, I just don't – I don't get why if I'm a Jet fan or if I'm a Jet player, why does the 49ers versus Cowboys game affect me? It's, it's like I'm a fan just watching that game. But I'm a player at the same time. But, like, I'm not physically in that game. I have no influence on how that game pans out. So that's why I, I think that rule is stupid. I mean, I kind of feel like that, like, if, let's say if, you, like what you said before, the 49ers game, let's say if, oh, Jesus Christ, if Brock Purdy's your quarterback still, right, or Trey Lance's quarterback, and you're good friends with those quarterbacks, and you need Christian McCaffrey to go off, 
you can easily tell him like, hey, like, I need him to go off in order to win to beat so and so. Can you try to give him the ball as much as possible? It depends on how close you are with the player. Yes, I understand that, but yeah, so but you also have to realize too, these players they play fantasy football for free. And you guys can't see if that's air quotes free. Like they, they definitely have money, like sign money going on, where cash because like no one knows about it. And they mm-hmm. every player admits that they they do fantasy football. So what's the difference between fantasy football and gambling? I can have Christian McCaffrey. I can be good boys with him. Like, yo, like, I need you. Like, it's championship. Yo, have a good game for me today. Like, it's shit like that. Like, remember, the, um, what was it, Logan Paul uh, last season? I forgot he was talking to. Uh, oh, he was talking to Tyree Kill, I think, where he, he spoke to Tyree Kill before yes. the game. Yes. And he was like, yo, I need you to have 200 yards, whatever it was. So what's the difference between a big influencer saying that to a friend and a player saying that to a different player? There's no difference. What did he break that game? I think he broke over 100 yards, 150 yards. I think. No, no, he, no, no. He, he had a terrible game. Like he, oh. he Logan Paul oh, lost right. his bet, whatever it was. But, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the difference between like a heavily influencer or an actor or someone who has a big social media following saying that to someone compared to an athlete saying it to another athlete who still has no involvement in the game? That's why I think it's stupid. But it, yeah. it's a different story if. Tyree Kill is betting on himself or if he's betting on the Dolphins or like stuff like that. Yes, that I understand. Yeah, that's what Kevin Ridley was doing though, I feel like. That was the whole thing. No, he said he'd never bet on he never bet on a Falcons game. But even regardless, if he was betting on a Falcons game, he wasn't playing, he was hurt. That's true. I mean but So why does that matter? He's not in the game. I mean weird thing is that how the hell does like teams know about that? Like you get what I'm saying? Like tax records. You pay you you're, when you pay taxes, you have to submit your gambling form sometimes. If you win, if you win amount of money, or if you wanna claim it as a loss, that's what I did. I mean, I, I claim my gamblings as a loss because I lost a shit ton this year. But yeah, I guess they find out about it. Or you have to realize too, these when you make a FanDuel account or a DraftKings account, it's attached to your social security number, so the government 100%. knows what you're doing. That's why. So you can't really hide gambling. I mean, guess you can tell like a family member to do it for you. But that's another thing too. Like, who is to say, like, why can't I tell my girlfriend if I'm playing, why can't she bet on me? Like, no, no one's going to know that. Yeah, like, that's I can true. tell my There's... girlfriend's best friend's brother's niece's best friend. <laughs> like, no, no, no one's going to, like, I can just have a long assembly line of people placing that bet to bet on yeah. myself. Like, there's no, there's a, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's inevitable people are going to bet. That's why it's just stupid. I think the only restriction should be you can't bet on yourself and you can't bet on your team if you are playing. Oh nah, yeah, Th- that's that's fair, hundred percent. Yeah, well, that's why the NFL is the NFL. Roger Goodell is a clown, and yeah, um, I think that's a pretty good episode for me. I mean, if you want to, anything you guys want you want to talk about or no, that's a. I think that's the perfect way to end it, honestly. Yeah, I think we covered a shit ton. Um, yeah, we really yeah, did. So draft what, is. Yeah, this is we're we talking for forty seven minutes. I mean, it's by the time bad. I edit it, it, might go down to forty five. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's not bad. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a bad episode. You know, draft comes out Thursday. I mean, we're recording this on a what's today? Monday. Tuesday? Monday. Yes, it is. So today's Monday. I don't know if I, I don't know anymore. So today's Monday. This should be out by Tuesday for listening. So draft to be two days away. Hopefully, um, I guess everyone's team drafts the player they want. But it's draft day, so that's never going to happen. I mean, I can't wait for the Jets to draft the quarterback at 13. It's going to be <laughs> exciting. Um, but, yeah, any, uh, I guess floor is yours. Any final words? Say your buys, your shout-outs. 
Nah, that's about it, really. Thanks for having me on again, really. You're not going to shout out your uh, Jets Twitter Spaces group? Nah. Sorry. Oh, you're, you're not talking there anymore? They click nah, you I out? don't. <laughs> no, never. Hey, you'll, be, you'll be back on Thursday during the draft. Well, Sounds anyway, good. being said, thank you for coming on. Thank love, you. definitely love talking football with you. <laughs> All right, I heard this from cousin Matt. For, for, from one, from what Jet fan to another. Um, yeah, great episode. Um, thank you guys for listening, and um, yeah, see you guys hopefully next week. Later, guys. Peace.